This video today is brought to you by Passive. It's honestly such a valuable tool for ETF investors and index investors. It's a great way of putting your portfolio on autopilot and keeping track of your overall asset allocation. Check them out down in the description below. Hey everybody and welcome to the video. If you're new here, my name is Brandon and in this video we are going over four index funds or four ETFs that are specifically focused around the Canadian market and generating passive income for investors. I actually just did a video talking about my top stock picks in terms of individual stock picks on the channel, but I do have to show some love to my ETF investors. I know this is such a popular route of investing, just an awesome way of getting diversification, such low cost at the end of the day, and we're going to be covering all that in this video. I will just note that all of the funds that we talk about today will be included down in the description below if you'd like to go check them out and see the exact pages that we're looking at as well. All of these funds are listed in Canadian dollars and traded on the Canadian exchange. So no need to worry about foreign currency fees or exchanging your dollars. This is a Canadian focused episode. With that said, if you enjoy this video and learn something new, take a moment and leave a thumbs up. But we're going to get started with the most broad based of our selection today. And that is the BMO S&P TSX capped composite index ETF. As of today, filming this video, the ETF trades for $28.47 per share. Again, these are Canadian dollars. Again, the ticker that you'd be looking at is ZCN. And I'm starting today's video off by talking about this broad-based fund before we get into some more specific ones, because as a core or as a staple of a lot of investors' portfolios, it's great to just get general exposure to the Canadian market. Now, this ETF again, brought to you by BMO, so they're the actual provider, the goal of this ETF is essentially out there to replicate the S&P TSX or the Toronto Stock Exchange Capped Composite Index. The easiest way to think of this is that this ETF goes out and invests in the broad Canadian market. And one thing you guys need to understand is that the Canadian market is actually very, very favorable for dividends. So although this may not be a specific high dividend yielding ETF or a dividend aristocrat ETF, which we're going to talk about later, if I actually scroll down to some of the holdings, and again, this page will be linked down below, what we'll come to note is that the stocks that are included in the Canadian market, so companies like Shopify, companies like Royal Bank, TD Bank, Brookfield, Bank of Nova Scotia, um, Shopify is kind of the outlier here, but these stocks are known to be some of the best dividend paying stocks out there. And actually, if you look at the breakdown here, this is some good education on the Canadian market. Again, this fund is 100% invested in Canada. That's the ge geographical allocation we'd call that. But we see a very heavy weighting to areas like financials, areas like energy. These two areas in and of themselves are known for paying great dividends. Think about the big Canadian banks. Think about the energy companies across the globe, these are really known to be some of the best dividend paying stocks out there. And when you look at the breakdown of the Canadian market, it does tend to be very heavily weighted in a few key areas. In fact, we see here the top five areas, which would include now Infotech, thanks to Shopify and some other you know, young growing companies, but as well industrials and materials, they make up nearly 75% of the Canadian market or the TSX. So because these industries tend to be so favorable in terms of dividends, even just a broad-based TSX fund is giving you some great exposure. Now, just to dial in, this fund has a number of holdings of 242 holdings. Essentially, by going out and buying this one ETF, ZCN, or maybe ZCN, I should be saying, you're going to be investing in all of these top quality names and more. You can always click here to 
you can click on this little blue button to view more and you're going to recognize some of the top quality names that we have here in the Canadian market. Again, feel free to go explore this on your own, but I'm going to go back to this page and toggle to the overview tab. Now the overview tab is going to give us the most general information about this. And when I say this has a great dividend yield, as we can see, they are currently paying an annualized distribution yield. We can also look at this as the dividend just for some more education here, guys. When it comes to a fund, they do use the term distribution because what is actually happening is think about this. It's like a basket and they're collecting all these individual dividends from all of the holdings. They kind of compile that up. They have their expenses and whatnot, but every, you know, periodically, every month or every quarter, they spit out a dividend or a distribution and the yield that we're looking at is 2.70%. So very, very attractive. Now on the topic of frequency, if I scroll down here, you will see that this fund pays out on a quarterly basis. Now the other funds that we talk about in this video are going to be on a monthly basis. So if that's something that's more important to you, it may lean you there, but quite simply, you're getting a 2.70% yield. And what I love about this fund is that it's oh so cheap. The major benefit of investing in a broad based fund where there's not too much in terms of you know, there's not too much tricky stuff going on under the hood. It's just tracking a broad-based index such as the TSX. You're paying a very low cost. And the cost that you would incur when you invest in these funds is what is called the management expense ratio or the MER. In this case, it's 0.06%. Now, my favorite way to look at this is that if you invested $100 into this fund, you would essentially be paying six cents a year in fees. These would be taken off automatically, but that's essentially the cost to go out and invest in this bundle of stocks. That said, you're getting a great dividend. And of course, this stock has some great growth as well. I will just note, note that this is what we would consider a medium risk fund. So it's not super high risk. It's not super low risk. It's probably great for balanced investors out there. But why I choose this fund in particular is I'll actually compare it up to the FTSE, or I can better say this, the Vanguard FTSE FTSE Canada All Cap Index. And this is essentially Vanguard's take on this fund. It's a fund that invests in the Canadian market, all different caps or capitalizations of stocks. And actually, as you can see, the dividend yield is actually lower on this, and you're paying essentially... Uh, almost, uh, I mean, the, this is a percentage point basis, a 0.01% percentage point. Don't stress over that. You're paying the same cost, but you are getting a lesser yield. Now, this is the trailing yield, meaning the yield that you received over the past 12 months. If I actually take the time to scroll down just to do a fair apples to apples comparison, what you will see here is their distribution yield sits at 2.66%. Now, I know a lot of investors use this fund. The ticker is VCN, and there's nothing against that, but I wanted to give you guys the most up-to-date, you know, numbers and then up to date look at the different options and as of this point i'm actually liking the bmo fund better just to be technical about why there is a difference here is that if you actually go to the holdings of this etf well they do actually have uh, they're still canadian focused they still invest all in canada but if you do look, they do have a smaller number of holdings. So this one holds 183 securities versus the BMO one, which we looked at under the holdings tab here, they hold 242. So there's actually more diversity with the BMO fund. And just based on the, the stocks that is currently within this fund, you are inching out a slightly higher yield for essentially the same price. So that's why I put the BMO S&P TSX cap composite index ETF at the top of this list. I'll quickly go over the price performance for you. As I mentioned, there's more to this fund than just dividends. This would be the perfect mix for growth and dividends. Here's a chart that basically just shows you your growth of $10,000. You can look at an all-time 
um, track record, I guess we could say, or all-time history. You can toggle over different months, but if you do look at the performance details by scrolling down uh, just to about here, we see very importantly, since inception, this fund has grown by about 8% per year. So if you would have joined this fund or if you would have um, you know, bought into this fund when it was incepted and off the top of my mind, I actually don't know the inception date. You know what guys, we're gonna check this out. We're going for a full review. If you go back to the overview here, you will see the inception dates uh, actually right about here. So since this fund started in 2009, so May 29th, 2009, you would have received, give me a moment here, you would have received a compound annual rate of return of 8% over that, what is that, a 20 year period? Was my math on that? 22, 23, 24 year period? Nevertheless, no, my math's way wrong. Sorry, that's about a 12 year period. Nevertheless, this is right in the range of what we can expect for a great quality fund. Again, a little bit high based on this historical average of the Canadian market that said we've been in a bull market. Nevertheless, this is the fund that I want to start off with because I think it's a great broad fund for a cheap price and you're pulling in great dividend yields. Hey everybody, it's Brandon here. I'd like to interrupt today's episode very briefly to remind you that if you're looking for more training in the Canadian stock market, don't hesitate to check out our Investing Academy. You can join our private membership group and get access to our top stock picks, trade calls, portfolio insights, and a variety of tools that are helping our members all across the country better their own investing journeys. All it takes is one great stock idea or tip, and that alone can cover years and years of your subscription to our membership group. If you're looking for some additional video training to broaden your knowledge and expand your understanding of the stock market in Canada, we do of course offer a fully video online training program where you can learn from the comfort of your home amongst a variety of students across the country. Both of these products can be found at www.theinvestingacademy.ca where you can sign up for them online or schedule a call with us to learn more. Now back to our scheduled episode. Moving on to our next fund, we're gonna be sticking with BMO as they are one of my favorite providers of ETFs. And this is the BMO Equal Weight Banks Index ETF. Today, the ETF trades for $38.97 Canadian. And with this fund, it is much more specific. So the last one we looked at had 280 holdings, a wide, wide range of the Canadian market. Well, this is a very particular fund and it only invests in the bank stocks here in Canada. If I were to scroll down to the holdings, what you'll notice is that this only owns seven stocks. So a very, very concentrated basket. Again, when it comes to ETFs, you can find all types of ETFs out there. You'll find very concentrated ones. You'll find very, very diverse ones. Well, this is on the more concentrated side of the scale. And the only holdings that this stock that this ETF rather owns is TD Bank, Bank of Nova Scotia, Bank of Montreal, Royal Bank of Canada, CIBC, and National Bank, the big Canadian banks. And what you'll note across the weighting or how they break this up, it's very, very evenly weighted. This is essentially, you know, you could pick straws at how much, you know, one is, but let's just call that for the sake of this video, an equally weighted ETF. Now for me personally, I like to go out and buy individual stocks often. I started as ETFs as a beginner, but with time, I transitioned to individual stocks. And it's actually not that difficult to go out and buy these stocks independently. And that would be one of the knocks about this ETF. That said, there's a lot of people out there who just say, hey, I don't have the care to do that. And a great way to get exposure to the Canadian banking system is through an ETF like this. As you can see, of course, it goes without saying you're going to get 100% exposure to the financial sector here. So it may make up just a portion of your portfolio when you compile it up with other ETFs. 
And again, of course, we're looking at 100% allocation to Canada. Now, if I go back to the overview, the reason I put this ETF in our list today is because we do see a more generous yield. The distribution yield for ZEB is 3.14% per year. Now, with that, you will note that the fee does go up. Typically, when you get away from broad-based funds, you do start to pay more and more. But a 0.25% MER, or sorry, let me say that. Let me rephrase that, sorry. Uh, we wanna be looking at the management expense ratio. This is actually what we'd be paying as investors. 0.28 is very, very fair and reasonable. Again, if you do decide to go out and buy individual stocks, you can do that quite easily. But for ETF investors, this is a very moderately priced fund with a higher yield. And on top of that, what a lot of investors like about this fund is that it is a monthly distributed fund, meaning that you are going to be receiving dividends or distributions on a monthly basis, tacking up to be around the 3.14%. So it does edge out some yield going for the broad-based ETF ZCN that we just covered. Again, we'd still very much consider this a medium risk fund. The Canadian banks are some of the most resilient banks out there. They pay great dividends. They grow for you as well. But I wouldn't go as far as saying this is a risky fund by any means. Just to toggle over to the price and performance, for those that are interested, you're going to see a very similar trajectory. Again, think about this fund. A big percentage of this fund that we just looked at is weighted in the banks. Well, this is stripping out all the other components. And as we can see, basically uh, from this inception or over, let's say a one year, two year, three year, four year or five year time period, which breaks it up here, we have some stellar performance. This fund has averaged in the double digits. So actually some better growth than just going for the Canadian market as well, tacking on some better um, yield. So nonetheless, Slightly more expensive, but another great fund that I'd like to include in this video. Let's move on to one from iShares. So this is what's called the iShares Canadian Dividend Aristocrat Index ETF. I know that name may kind of spook some of you guys. This one today is trading for $32.09 per share, Canadian dollars. And this one is brought to you by BlackRock or iShares. And BlackRock is just a competitor to BMO. In fact, they're actually larger in size. Uh, Vanguard and BMO do tend to be the highest. And in the past, I've made a number of videos on them. There's nothing to say one's better than the other. It just so happens to be that at this given point, I was liking the BMO, the BMO funds, very competitive. Well, with this one, we're looking at a BlackRock or an iShares ETF. Now, as the name implies, this is a TSX Canadian Dividend Aristocrat ETF. Year to date, the shares or this ETF is up 25%. If you're not familiar with what a dividend aristocrat is, well, a dividend aristocrat is a company in Canada that has raised their dividend for at least five consecutive years. Now, in my opinion, that's not the highest threshold to pass in the United States. They have actually a much bigger um, threshold, and I believe it's either 15 years or 25 years to be considered an aristocrat. Nevertheless, if a company is able to increase their dividends year after year after year, this does show that they're being managed well. It shows that the companies are making good money. And I guess it's fair to say that we could consider these more safer and more reliable companies. So this fund specifically caters to dividend aristocrats. And in fact, if a company wasn't a dividend aristocrat, it wouldn't make the list. Now we do have a slightly different layout here, but if we went to the holdings of this fund, it zooms us down there to the bottom. Here we go. Here we go. And we have a variety of 
funds. Now, a variety of holdings, sorry. Now, actually, as we see, the biggest fund is actually what's known as a REIT or a real estate investment trust. If you're interested in real estate investment trusts, I actually did a video last year covering a very popular REIT ETF. But for this video, we aren't going to be including one, but I will link that up at the top for you. We do see a very, very even weighting across some of these big Canadian names. Again, some of them you won't find on here simply because they didn't meet the criteria of a dividend aristocrat. You can toggle over to all holdings if you want to take a look. And as you can see, you have a variety of pages here that you can scan through to kind of see the different funds that you'd be investing in. Exposure breakdown, again, pretty similar story. You have tech uh, financials, you have energy coming in at second, and here we see a big bump up to real estate. So the real estate investment trust market, or essentially going out and buying baskets of commercial properties or residential properties, these are really great for cash flow. And if that's of interest to you, well, you are getting a pretty good exposure here, over 11% of this fund invested in real estate, and then a pretty even weighting across the board, to be honest. But yeah, this is a pretty great fund, I'd say overall in terms of the numbers. Oh yeah, one more thing I'll point out as I see this, and this is something that a lot of people may find actually important to them. These days, sustainable investing and investing with right morales and reasons, that's often a big factor that goes into people's decision-making. And as you can see here, they talk very proudly about the fact that they have zero exposure to controversial weapons, to nuclear weapons, to firearms, tobacco. You do see a little bit to the oil sands and that's kind of a blessing and a curse because oil sands and energy do tend to be very good at, at you know generating dividends and yield. Nevertheless, just something that I would thought that I'd point out. Let's go look at actually some of the fun characteristics so that we can get a full comparison and a, a good judgment based on the others. Again, you're looking at a really attractive dividend yield here above 3%. So yes, beating VCN, beating ZCN, the two that we started off with, you are looking at payouts coming on a monthly basis. So again, very, very attractive. But as we'll see, if we do scroll up, first of all, number of holdings, 86. Again, more concentrated than the last one. But let's go up and talk about the fees. I guess we can quickly talk about the returns here. This return is really right in line with what we'd expect with the TSX market. So far since inception, 7% uh, over the past 10 years. I like to look at these long-term timeframes. They've averaged 7.85%. So again, right in line with what we can expect. If we do go down to the bottom of this page, this is where they do have the fee. And this is the one thing that I would say about this fund. It is one of the higher fees that we're going to be talking about in this video. So the fee today sits at 0.66%, meaning that for every $100 you invest, you're paying 66 cents per year in fees. Again, at the end of the day, is that a, a number that should bog, should have you against this fund? I mean, that's up to you. You can make that decision. To me, I think it's a very fair fee, especially when you compare it to mutual funds. But because you're kind of getting your hands on a more specified list, a more concentrated names of what I believe to be are known as these more safe, really high quality Canadian companies that are able to increase their dividends year after year, the aristocrats, I think for many people, it's a fee worth paying. And I would say this is a suitable fund for anybody who wants to just take things a step further in the dividend realm. They don't want to go for the broad-based fund, but they really want to put the focus on dividend aristocrats. So again, the ticker for this one is C cdz.to and it's the iShares TSX Canadian Dividend Aristocrat. Now before we move on into our last ETF, which is actually going to be the highest yielding fund that we cover on this list, it's actually one of the highest yielding funds out there that you can responsibly invest in in Canada, I would just like to remind you that if you do if you are enjoying this video, please give it a thumbs up. That's a great way of supporting the channel. And if you are enjoying the content and you like deepening your learning, you want to learn more about investing, do check out our investing academy. There's a link down in the description 
below. And we work with over a thousand people across the country who are making this shift to DIY investing. They're making the transition from their mutual funds, or maybe they're just starting off and they want to do direct investing on their own. If you're out there looking for more support or more education, we have a video training program that walks students all the way through step by step what our favorite funds are these are just the canadian market that we're talking about today but the way that our students build up their funds or their portfolios, they will put exposure to the US market, they'll buy some international companies, there's gonna be some bond components, especially for our older students who do need to be a little more conservative. And of course, beyond that, there's so much more like researching individual stocks, learning the terminologies. If you're somebody that wants to learn more about investing and 2022 is gonna be the year for you, click that link down below and you can learn all about it. But let's move on now into our final ETF. And this one for many people is gonna be the most exciting. It is ZWB. Again, we're bringing it back to the BMO chain here, and it's the Bank of Montreal Covered Call Canadian Banks ETF. Now, if you don't understand what that name is, let me explain to you how this ETF works because it is actually quite unique. This is a fund that utilizes options or trading options. I shouldn't say trading options because that does sound a little bit risky and aggressive, but diving into the options market to generate some excess yield for this fund. And in fact, that's actually all that it does is that it sells or writes covered calls. Essentially, when you start to learn more and more about options, when you write a call or when you sell a call, you actually generate a premium. So you get money upfront, your shares may be called away in some cases, some cases not, but nevertheless, this is actually what we would consider a very safe and actually a very conservative type of option strategy, being that it's a covered call. We're gonna explain what that means in just a second, but nevertheless, these premiums are an awesome way that they can pass income along to investors. And just to start things off, when I say this is the high yielding fund of our list, this one pays an annual dividend distribution yield of 5.61%, so above 5%, a huge bump up on the two, 3% yields. For investors that are seeking this, this is a very, very attractive yield while, main, while maintaining the characteristics of a medium risk fund. I will knock off the fact here that it is the highest management expense ratio that we're covering today at 0.72%, but that is because it is a much more intricate fund. This is paid out on a monthly basis, but if you're someone seeking higher yields, this is a very attractive fund to go with. And if I toggle over to the holdings tab here, I'll just go a layer deeper on how this fund works. Because it is a covered call, what that means is that within this fund and within this strategy, they actually own shares of these banks. As we can see, the portfolio breaks down to the big banks here in Canada, TD Bank, Bank of Nova Scotia, Bank of Montreal, Bank of Canada, Royal Bank of Canada, CIBC, and National Bank making up a very even weighting. And essentially what they're doing is they are writing covered calls over and over and over again to generate premiums from the sale of these options. And again, because this is a relatively safe strategy, they have all the shares here in the case that these do get covered away. This is why it maintains that medium risk fund. So although people will have this misconception that, yeah, options are super scary and options are a super aggressive way to invest, which which unfortunately is why so many people 
do options, there are definitely safe ways to do it. And the BMO covered call ETF is an awesome fund for that. I'll actually pop back up the quote, which I forgot to kind of go over in the beginning of this uh, segment, but this ETF trades for $21.70 at the time of this filming. The ticker that you are looking at is ZWB or ZWB. And again, the volatility is not necessarily what you'd expect when you hear the term options. Just think of this as a really, really safe ETF with a really high yield. So to summarize this video, guys, I hope I've given you a good range of funds. And depending on the type of investor you are, you may lean towards a broad-based ETF, a broad-based fund such as the TSX cap composite index. This is going to give you great growth. It's going to be giving you good exposure to the Canadian market. If you're an investor that maybe already has that exposure and you're just looking for a little bit of specific yield, well, maybe you take a look into a fund like ZEB. This would kind of knock off the component of your portfolio that you want to allocate to the banks. Again, if you don't want to go and buy them directly, Another option that you have is going for the safer or high quality dividend aristocrats here in Canada. This may be for someone who's just a little less comfortable. They may want to pay a slightly higher fee. That said, maybe they're very happy um, you know, paying that fee for the quality names that this fund provides. And last but not least, for those that are seeking the highest yield, then maybe they look towards ZWB, the B-Mode Covered Call Canadian Banks ETF. So guys, I really hope you enjoyed this video. And if you did, again, I'll ask you to drop a big thumbs up. That's a way of supporting me. It's a great way of having YouTube share these videos with others. If there's more videos that you guys want to see on ETFs, you can feel free to let me know down in the comment section below. Again, I typically talk about stocks on this channel because I invest primarily in individual stocks, but we cannot forget about the ETF investors out there. We love the index fund investors out there. Actually, I'd say about 60% of our students in our academy, they go the route of index investing. They go the route of ETF investing because of how powerful it is. The passive nature of ETFs, the diversified aspect of them, all for such a low cost. It's really a strategy that has historically worked out very, very well. And I hope that these funds today that I've shared with you have pointed you in the right direction in terms of some Canadian funds if you're looking for passive income. If you're not already subscribed to the channel, guys, take a moment and subscribe because we post videos every single week and we're going to be posting a heck of a lot of videos in 2022. As I mentioned, we do have our academy down below. So if you want to learn more about the stock market, we have courses that cover everything, guys. We've built courses specifically for beginners who are first-time investors and who may not have any knowledge of the stock market. We walk you through click by click on what to do. We even have a more advanced training course taught by myself and my father an ex-portfolio manager. For those that don't know, he did that for 25, nearly 30 years of his life. That's actually where I started working before I did this whole YouTube thing. But we work on that, which is more about optimizing your portfolio, talking about things like option strategies, basically dialing into the researching side and just taking your investing to the next level. But our flagship program would of course be focused on beginners. Everybody starts from somewhere. Everybody has those basic questions and hesitations. And if you don't even know the right questions to ask, sometimes having it a program laid out for you, which essentially gives you a pathway to follow, that seems to be a really, really popular route. And for those that want to learn more, again, that is that first link down in the description below. But as always, I thank you guys for watching. I hope you guys enjoyed and I'll see you in the next video.